Hey guys, Chris here. I've got DevRaj with me today. And what we're going to talk about is uh, conspiracy theories. And, you know, I've since the beginning of lockdown gone so much into to all of this stuff um, in terms of what's happening with COVID. You know, do we trust the government? Are the government trying to control us? Are they going to force vaccinations? You know, are we going to be tracked and um, video? Is it going to be like China? Um, so much who controls the world you know is there just a few families um you know what 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 is really going on are we just being completely hidden from the truth to not see our potential so i've gone into all of this and you've seen stuff maybe how certain events certain war events all of these things happened and it can create a lot of confusion a lot of a lot of fear it can go into a lot of terror and just a lot of uncertainty about where the world's going. Um, I feel like I've come to a lot more peace with it now where I've kind of just accepted it. Um, but someone who helped me a lot as well was Dev, where he's, Dev's been looking into this. I'm sure he'll tell you since I think he said when Windows 95 was out, he was looking into microchips and things like that. So he's looked into this for a long time and he's got a lot of great advice. Also, where, where it comes from, like in terms of relationships with family, problems with authority. So I've got Dev along today. Um, Dev, obviously in this time, people may be just at home looking into this stuff way too much. Um, I think that there the, the seems to be the thing of we don't trust what we're being told. It seems that a lot of the stuff that's on the mainstream media isn't true. <laughs> uh, a lot of contradictions have been found. A lot of information's been deleted. Um, I mean, what, what are your perspectives on, on it in general and... Um, I guess, just in terms of getting people not to panic too much um, and just to focus on themselves as well. Mm, thank you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me on, Chris. Uh, kind of a favourite topic in a way of me, for me, conspiracy theories, but I was totally into that scene, like in the late 90s, more. Someone had given me a copy of this David Icke book, uh, The Truth Shall Set You Free or something like that, and I read it and I was just like totally sold on it completely. And I was hugely into that scene. I used to go and see David at, uh, used to do these big conferences or, or kind of like mm. seminars and stuff. You know, he was kind of a, a conspiracy Tony Robbins, so to speak, you know. And he would talk for hours at a time on fire, you know. What I came, you know, over the things that came to me, because I want to say also, I don't know the truth. You know, I don't know what the truth is, you know. So I, I don't have that perspective. I can't like totally reassure people in some way because it's not my role and I'm not the leader of the world or in some great position of knowledge. But I certainly learned a few things about my own psyche over the, over the years that followed that and, and through doing a lot of therapy in the 2000s in particular. And one thing I saw from, you know, having been, you know, really convinced that this was happening and it was some form of cult was taking over or whatever was that in the 2000s and in, in 2010 or whatever you call those, these decades, you know, it's like a lot of positive stuff was also happening. You know, it was not all negative. It was not all some great evil cult at the top controlling everybody. That was clear. You know, some of the billionaires were quite cool guys. A lot of things that the internet created were pretty damn cool. You know, when I look at the life I was brought up in, being born in the early 60s, you know, you had very limited options in life. And you know, 20, 30 years later, there was, there was a lot more possibility of what you could do if you were motivated. And I also learned a lot from the internet and uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty awesome. So the first experience I had was that it was not all negative. 
you know, I think it was around the time that computers started to become really big, like, you know, Windows and Apple and PCs back in the mid nineties, but there was a wave of these conspiracies and stuff. And that was one thing. I mean, another thing that really came up for me was that as a kid, I had no positive experience on authority, you know, or very, very little. I was an adopted kid. I resisted and fought my dad, my adoptive dad a lot. I, I was very pissed off with authority and I was a punk for a long time and living on the street stuff in London and this kind of thing and in squats, you know, I was totally anti-authority. And of course, when you're being told that, that some great authority is suddenly clamping down on all your freedoms, anyone with any level of repressed issues around authority through not having a healthy relationship with authority as a kid, which may well be in no way their fault, you know, that wound is gonna be triggered. It's gonna be triggered like bloody crazy because suddenly these authority figures are telling you that you have to obey them. And it's like you're back being a six-year-old, eight-year-old kid again with your dad giving you a big lecture or your mum giving you a big lecture and inside you're like, no way, you know? And, and so, uh, you know, in the West, we don't have a good relationship with authority, you know? Whether, whether having lived a bit in Southeast Asia, you know, I don't know that it's a better relationship because they are very subservient as a general rule, certainly on the surface, but they also have a better experience of authority somewhere as kids. Part of what has galvanized the West, I mean, it's a little bit of a side topic, is the systematic traumatization of kids. I mean, all cultures systematically traumatized to a degree, but it tends to leave to adults who are quite suspicious of authority, you know, and uh, so this can be another big factor. If you find yourself endlessly looking for confirmation bias, which is usually achieved by going online and looking at other people's conspiracy theories, all of whom agree with you. In psychology, they call it confirmation bias, I think. Then, you know, you've got to look, you know, why, why are you doing this? I was doing this when there wasn't a world crisis going on back in 1999, 2000. And I suddenly became aware or slowly became aware that I was just doing it because I wanted to believe that the problem was out there with the authority, not that I had inner, inner issues with authority, you know. So I came to see that there wasn't a personal dynamic. Another factor is, you know, because right now we're in a crisis, you know, we're in a huge area, phase of change. It's like the brain tries to make sense of it and it's been conditioned by evolution and how it does that. And we have a thing called agency detection. So we're always looking, you know, is someone out there who's doing all of this, even if it's not being obviously spoken about, is do we perceive some level of controlling agency from the outside that's really, you know, when you look at conspiracy theories around the deep state, QAnon, this kind of thing, particularly in the States, you know, it's super, super prevalent, you know, around Trump and, and, and the Democrat guy, Biden and stuff. You know, it's like the agency detection system is going crazy. It's looking, we're in a crisis and we're trying to see what's causing the crisis. You know, what's causing it? Why can't we understand the world? Why don't we trust what is causing it? And so we may grab hold of some kind of overreaching, overarching explanation, which kind of explains it all. And then we just sit with that and reinforce it continuously and never really challenge it. There's a thing they call in philosophy groups like steel manning, which basically means looking at all the possible arguments for a situation and then trying to step back and really break each one down. What has it got going for it? What are its strong points? What are its weak points? Trying to really be objective about your own mind. So this is also, this is also useful. What I also see with this kind of thing is like, you know, be present with your own body and your own emotions about, the, 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 about what's going on. 
be present with your own emotions, what's going on, because how is it, is it personal to you? Is it more personal to you than someone else? Is something being triggered for you that's different from how it's being triggered for other people? Are you, are you kind of, you know, are you seeking to endlessly tell people about it to get them to change? You know, it's kind of valid in a way, but mm. you have to also be interested in what's driving you emotionally, psychologically. It's just good to look at that. It's good to look at that. In addition, of course, you know, in an ideal kind of world, you know, I mean, conspiracies are a huge issue now with COVID going on. They're a huge issue. You know, in America in particular, they're talking about, I was reading Psychology Today, this kind of slightly lightweight American psychological magazine. And they got a big article about conspiracies this month. And it's kind of dismissive with the whole thing. And I, I didn't really think the article was so great. But they point out that, you know, having millions of people, and there are millions of people in the States who are believing in conspiracy theories, you know, that, that also has a huge social impact. It also has a huge social impact. And, you know, with something like COVID, where they're trying to get everyone to wear a mask or have social distancing, people not believing this and thinking they're being controlled and manipulated does not really help the medical authorities get anywhere but then what action are they actually taking what action are they actually taking because finally you see i also studied management and the ilm and stuff and if you're running a business and in some ways a country is a business with its leaders and people don't trust you you know they don't trust what you're saying if they don't trust you and your trump or your Biden or your boris johnson there's also a responsibility from the leadership to try and establish trust to, to demonstrate more transparency and that isn't coming from the west you know it's not coming you know i don't see that i don't follow the whole thing massively but i don't see that i don't see boris johnson setting up a, a conspiracy kind of unit to look at conspiracies and deal with them in the wake of the uh 9-11 uh disaster in 2001 you know the national institute of space and time in the science and technology or something in america actually had a huge kind of project they did for like three years where they went through a lot of the main conspiracy theories about 9-11 with a load of physicists and scientists and metallurgists and firefighters and god knows who and they actually went through all of these because so many so few people believe the government's version of events they, they you know they were in a minority so the government did in america take it on a bit and i don't know how many people were reassured but it is reassuring to have large numbers of high profile scientists look at something which a lot of people are believing and say, well, actually this isn't true, that this building didn't collapse because of that, or it could have happened by this or could have happened by that. I mean, finally, at the end of the day, we don't know. Mm. If you ask me, I mean, this is the thing, you see, if you ask me, even after all the work and stuff like that, do I think there are agencies probably running the world in secret? I'd say probably, yes, there are, you know, but it's not necessarily the case that they're all negative. You know, it's, it's, it's complicated stuff. My final take on COVID is like, is like the world anyway needs to change. It does need to change, you know, it does. I mean, I just see, you know, that industrial capitalism is, 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 is not going in a good direction. You know, we've got what are called multipolar traps in game theory, which basically means where, you know, the biggest sociopath basically gets to run the company. And if, if, he, if a, some new totally exploitative and destructive technology comes out, which makes a little more profit than something else, if he doesn't adopt it, his competitor will. 
and so you just have to you have to keep using the most exploitive and destructive technologies if you want to stay in the game and if you try to step out of it a board of directors simply put someone else in in your place who will who will exploit it our planet is in a lot of shit it really is you know and I don't know the truth about climate change and these things, but it is in a lot of shit, in my opinion, most definitely. And it does need to change. And maybe COVID is the start of something that could turn out positive. I would not waste your energy on mindless protesting. You know, protesting is cool if, you, if that's what you're into. You know, I've done a lot of protesting myself, but I wouldn't waste your energy on too much reactions. It's more like keeping yourself in a good space observing what's going on in the world and looking where do you fit in where can you also support and help people and move them forwards you know i suspect that everything is in a state of flux you know it's not as simple as one bad guy trying to uh you know like james bond or something <laughs> trying to control the whole world yeah it's, it's, that's what we've grown up to believe though isn't it dev and you watch the movies and <clears throat> i do you know i, I believe that as well chris it's evolution as well you can't just put mm. it on the outside yeah, yeah no 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 it's happened for, for loads of years like they're yeah. saying if, if the economy collapses for example this yeah. has happened this has happened economies have collapsed yeah. numerous times you know yeah and they've been uh, and they have been driven to collapse you know but, I mean, yeah yeah and it, and it sort of seems going that way yeah and you know obviously i think we even if certain things are true like with 9-11 and you, you know you can see it and you're like this is clearly true but the point is what where is this taking where does this take us so what i found as well is it becomes more like religion where you're going up to people and you're saying like no this happened this and then they have to believe what you believe and then that becomes like religion right and then i feel more i've stuck a step back i be like look i believe this happened and that happened and this is a horrible thing and and people are dying in the world and this and then you feel you feel the sadness with that um and you're, and you're okay with that you don't have to get people to be like look the world is is like this because we know stuff like this happens in the world but people don't like to be to be to be shown it um and like you said we we still don't really know what's happening maybe there's a certain direction the world is going i know they're talking about with vaccines they've been talking about for months and, and you know that I think a lot of the conspiracy theories are coming true and and in a way you can sort of see maybe they are but we can't predict everything like we, no one predicted there would be another lockdown in in this month in the uk to happen when it did <laughs> or did you no but did you predict i mean exactly when it would i, I mean i think you didn't predict it would no. happen so <laughs> the point is no one really knows exactly what stuff seems to just happen um and rules change and, and stuff like that you know the sort of tier system they had and i mean you go with your gut i mean like i told you intuitively masks to me don't feel right being kept in our houses doesn't intuitively feel right but at the same time you do have to accept what is happening and i can say i've, I've been to, to a couple of protests and got involved in that and then i just haven't felt called again because i thought what is this really doing? You know, it's, it's, it's not on the mainstream media. It's, it's just, it's just, um, no one knows about it. It's just, mm -hmm. The police are getting a bit more brutal now that, you know, I think the last one, they were literally really hurting people. So mm -hmm. you've got, you've got to look after yourself. And I think it seems Dev that, that the whole thing is, is a mess. <laughs> um, and you have to sometimes just find peace in, in, 
in doing your own thing as well. Like I've started to find out that's, that's not my purpose. And I appreciate, you know, maybe you talked about someone like David Icke and these kind of people um, that is perhaps their purpose to, to shine light on some of the darker stuff that happens in the world, but it's mm. not everyone's purpose. It's not for us. I think it's, you go for this, like, I think it's like a spiritual awakening, isn't it really where you see the bigger problems in the world because so many people are so focused on their TVs and stuff. And, and then mm. people who are more open-minded are like, all right, what really happened in 9-11? Like, let me look at some other alternative things rather than, because the whole conspiracy thing was brought in by the CIA, wasn't it? To, to dismiss the JFK assassination. So yes. Probably. You know, and then people, and then even the news, it's like conspiracy theories. You just feel like you're, you're a crazy person. So I think, and like you mentioned, there, I, I think there isn't the maturity where they could have someone debate comfortably, like, look, this is our views on masks. This is your views on masks. I think they, they sort of come in and say, like, no, this is the truth. And everything else is dismissed and deleted. And yeah, I think, I think if you could have a healthy debate, um, you know, about things, that would make things more comfortable. And I think intuitively we can feel this going on. So... I don't think it'll happen. I don't, you see, in, 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 in any kind of crisis, autocracy comes mm. to a form as well. No, you know, people from our generation were kind of, uh, we were a lot of our generations, you know, a bit older and, and like, we were the last generation of people, we've never known this. We've never known extreme mm. situations. My dad's generation was in World War II and we've never known extreme situations. I've never known extreme situations like this, but they knew totally that if you had that kind of situation, of course, the, the despots and the autocrats and the dictators come to the fore because in a crisis people look up to authority they look up to authority and they will obey authority and stuff like that what i actually quite like to do is to look at what are the worst possible things that could happen you know like mm. look at some of i was looking at one of china's recent things which was a survey a study they carried out in a part of china with cryptocurrency you have a mm. proof of behavior cryptocurrency token and so if you do socially good acts then you get more tokens. And if you do socially bad acts, you get less tokens. Mm. And then the number of tokens you have, you know, you can spend the tokens locally and things like this. And this was all controlled by your phone app and by local CCTV surveillance to make mm. sure you're doing the good things and not doing the bad things. And, you know, this kind of triggered me, this idea, first of all, we've mm. been investigating this in January 2020 as a pilot project. And I just thought, well, what if they bring that out in the West, you know? But then for me, it's also a challenge. Like, it's like, you know, or if you look at, say, a David Icke or Alex Jones type of idea of creating a kind of technological hive where everybody's mm. individually just almost just like living in some kind of matrix-like situation, having their experiences sucked out of them in some way. The question is whether these things would really work in, in, in theory. You know, it's like they're, they're scary visions to look at, you know, that the whole of humanity mm. is kept a little bit apart from each other and just controlled by some dictatorial kind of, Orwellian voice or something like that but would they really work I kind of how I take it is a challenge you know mm. I wear my mask and I do my lockdown and stuff like that and I just see it as a challenge you know it's more mm. like a challenge I'm going through rather than rather than something I have to necessarily fight against so I do also fight against it and stuff so I think there's a lot you can do in terms yeah. of looking at your own mind and what the fear is about as well you can really use the lockdown. It's a great self-development tool. Mm. No, great. I found that recently, Dev. Yeah, definitely. I've just been like, this is great. You've got so much time, Zoom calls and stuff like that. It's, you save so much more time. I mean, if you're productive and you read in books and 
and you adapt as well and you you don't mind just okay we've got i'd prefer to meet someone face to face but we've just got to do this zoom and stuff. Mm. And then you look for the other benefits of how much more time because people travel traveling in london to an office coming back they've got like four hours in the evening whereas now mm. they probably have more and more time they're probably less knackered so um you've just got to look at the uh as the positives and i think what it's doing as well as it's bringing to the surface everything you know even conflicts in your own life relationship issues yes we're growing so much it's literally shifting everything um and maybe for, for a lot of people like i said in terms of the conspiracy theory stuff there's there's so many more people now i'm sure dev you would admit who are into this stuff than there were maybe in the, yep. the early 90s because no one was listening to it now it's the internet everyone you know you go on a youtube video and then you see all the comments and stuff and stuff starting to get spread around the internet about mm. certain things so mm. it's good but i think uh like you said i think the big thing for me was this 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 need to blame external situations which has probably mm. been my problem not taking responsibility i can't do this because of lockdown i can't do this i can't do that and i think mm. that starts to have changed now and it's like okay what what can i do with with what i have okay i've got i've got access to the internet i've got a computer you know and then it's how can you be different everyone's trying to set up maybe an online business now so now i'm doing my course for free mm -hmm. next week because it's like and i know someone else who did that and it's worked great um so you just got to be smarter and you've got to think differently and you've got to you just got to be really on your purpose and focus in it and i don't think for a lot of us that's that's our purpose to get into the conspiracy theory because it's 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 a dark place you know to really look at the dark stuff in the world the children who are abused you know the wars that are started the corruption in governments it's just not a nice energy to be and i think it's good to obviously see it and be aware of it and, and know that that exists i think some people look to just not to look into it like with mm. the jeffrey epstein stuff and i know people who are just like i can't watch that documentary mm. you know i can't i can't even i don't even want to know about it mm. um, whereas i think if you open your mind to at least be aware that this stuff exists in the world and then you know, and I felt like I told you on my ayahuasca journey, it was like the darkest, most brutal stuff ever imaginable. Um, but I've been through it now and I've seen it and I've experienced it. But now I don't, I've realized I don't want to experience that again. You know, I, I kind of want to yeah. go, you kind of want to defend yourself from that energy as well, don't you? Um, and, it, and it is like that as well. I think the conspiracy energy of someone coming in like, no, this is what they're trying to do. Like they're trying to do this, they're trying to do it. And you're kind of like, all right, okay, like this, the person will maybe come at you like I probably did with so much certainty, like this is what's going to happen. But mm. the point is, you said, Dev, that the overall lesson is we just don't know. And, and we don't know what's going to happen. We can't. And it's to be okay with not knowing. I think you mentioned as well, like egos, and we need certainty, don't we? we we're drawn mm. to certainty, you know? Um, mm. And then we replicate that as well, and we start telling other people. So yeah, that, they're my kind of... <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. I mean, you, you don't have to be dragged into these things if you don't feel they're good for you. I was chatting to someone not long ago, and they were just saying they were, how down they were going by all their Facebook interactions and people calling them conspiracy theorists and whatever. And I said, you know, you, you have a right to keep yourself in a good space. You know, you do. And that's kind of like a, a basic right that people have, you know. You can keep yourself in a good space if you don't want to go on about conspiracies all the time or read into them or you want to have your own opinions and not have them challenged all the time you know you you can interact in a way that 
but but keeps you in a good space and preserves your basic integrity i think that's that's really really cool you know it is you know we don't know what's happening and feeling the body of course also helps mm -hmm. you know because the more you're present in your body you know the less you need to make sense of the world you know your anxiety goes down so it's like you have a safe place that you can go and the world is freaking you out totally hmm. you know not to just completely disengage from it but to also feel okay because a lot of people are driven half nuts by these things sometimes you know mm. and it's like and that that's also not really serving them you know it's good mm. to do some body work and to really feel your body and to to, to be present in it you, you don't need to make so much sense of the world and okay i don't know what the hell's going on but I'm okay, you know, it's like, it's also a challenge. It's a good challenge for us at an ego level, not, not to know what's going on, not to know the whole plan mm. or story. Because we need that unpredictability, uncertainty, don't we? Um, you know, we want to know everything that's going to happen, but it's to be comfortable and, and, and to have faith as well. That I think, because a lot of this stuff takes, you know, conspiracy it's, it's all a, down a, a darker path, you know, it's like, what, what's the good, you know, this, the the, the mm -hmm. rise of humanity the sort of people to say like turn around maybe and say look i'm 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 sick of staying in my house i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna you know you know <laughs> i mean i don't know how this is going to end i think they sort of predict that there'll just be this big eruption of of people will eventually you know if these lockdowns keep going on for example people will just eventually turn around and say we're not having it you know <laughs> well a few people like in brighton where i live they're not as bothered as in the first one the first one was mm. kind of and everyone's kind of whoa what's this and it's definitely more relaxed now and i don't know if that's a good or mm. bad thing but you know i mean another thing with conspiracy theories where they're a bit of a cheat you know mm. and that is that they often come out and give you the impression that if we just got rid of the bad guy if we just got rid of the mm. cult if we just got rid of the illuminati if we just got rid of these these guys over here or fauci or gates or whatever then life would just be so great and that is pure bullshit yeah, yeah. utter bullshit it's the collective the consciousness day, of the planet isn't it like the <laughs> you know like this is just how most people are and then there's there's behavior in people like them that they're probably not aware of you know someone would always be running things and mm. you know it's like a kind of it's not a very good word nemesisization of the brain mm. but we always look for a bad guy like mm. we think life is like james bond and we could just get rid of you know, whatever the latest Spectre mm. dude is or whatever, then then life would be fine and we would be great. And it's a way of not taking responsibility for our own lives, basically. Mm. And you're putting a cycle. Like... some nemesis out there, and if we could just get rid of them, then we'd be okay. We are not okay because we don't take responsibility for our own mm. life. And when you get that, you know, when you get that, then you can change. And that is something that a lot of conspiracy theorists will offer out, which is simply false. You know, it is not the case that if you got rid of the Illuminati, but everyone would be super happy and running around and be wealthy and, and wonderful. No, they will be just the same as they are now, basically, whether the Illuminati exists or not. They will be just the same as they are now until enough people take responsibility for their own lives. Mm. Society starts to move forwards. That's the only way it can move because we are just as guilty by being wanting to blame government, wanting to blame whether it's you know, uh, Bill Gates or whatever, no one is forcing you to, 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 to do, to, to blame people, you know, no one is forcing you to give responsibility to governments, you know, no one is compelling you to do that. You know, you can just take your own life and your responsibility and say, hey, I'm going to live my own life. You know, it doesn't mean you have to do criminal acts, it may involve at some point getting to changing things, but mm. 
The only way real change happens is through individuals on a collective level taking responsibility for their own personal lives. You know, it won't happen by just getting rid of the bad guy. That's a fantasy. Yeah, that's a, that's a great uh, one to end on. I think, Dev, um, I think we started on this as well. But it's like with James Bond, isn't it? It's like there's a bad guy and it kills the bad guy. Yeah. There's another James Bond film. And then again, this is kind of, this is just the cycle. You know, it's like with Donald Trump now, like everyone was always against yeah. Trump, but now he's gone. Yeah. There will be something else to blame. And I think the, the freedom comes from, you know, maybe stepping away from watching the news and the mainstream getting involved in politics because mm -hmm. I, f I felt that even if by getting angry and, and, you know, I'm still playing the game, you know, I'm still playing yeah. that game. And that's kind of like yeah. with hippies, they kind of, they go off into their own and they're sort of like, look, we just, we just can't be asked with, you know, because the point is as well, Dev, you, you can't fix the world. I think that's where, where I think everyone goes through that phase, don't they? Like you mentioned in your sort of protesting mm -hmm. days, you do feel like you can, you can save the world. And, mm -hmm. um, and then you realize eventually the world is just maybe such a mess or not that it's such a mess, but you just, you just can't fix it the way you want it to be. Um, you realize there has to be unity and you have to then just have your purpose in a way. And I think that's when you see the bigger issues in the world, that's when you maybe find your purpose because then you realize, okay, what, where's, where's my role? Um, you know, because I don't want to just be this teenage rebel um, protesting, you know. Mm, That's mm. what it kind of feels like. It feels quite teenage-y, doesn't it? Like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's good. But it's good, though. I do enjoy I mean, I think still protests can be good just to let out a bit of steam. Um, <laughs> but you're kind of still, I think now you're still playing their game, you know. It's kind of... Kind of that, 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 that's a very good point. You mm. know? That, that is, that, that is a, a feeling you get sometimes, you know. Okay, I'm going... It's like I'm, all, I'm just going down this road that's been set for me by the Facebook algorithms. Now I'm on Newsfeed. I've got all these kind of QAnon mm -hmm. stories, which I'm now reading and following, and I'm getting really angry about it all. You're just being manipulated by a computer, basically, at the end of the yeah. day. Your attention you go on Facebook, way. don't you? My, my Facebook <laughs> algorithms changed now as well, because I used to get, when in the, and throughout lockdown, I was getting conspiracy theories all the time. Now I don't get anything. Now I just get um, <laughs> people talking about, you know their business or their families or you know it's, it's interesting but facebook can pick that up can't it and uh, yeah yeah i deleted my facebook account a few months ago just thought i'd get rid of it I was don't that really after the it. netflix documentary on uh, did you see that yeah yeah that's right actually yeah the social dilemma i thought god they're so out of control now <laughs> really use it so much let's just but now i'm on twitter quite a lot but that's but that's life yeah i mean it's I think the final thing to mention as well, which I find very interesting is the censoring of information, which, you know, is, is yeah. really experienced before, but now it's sort of someone will put a post up saying masks aren't good for you and then it'll just be deleted. Yeah. And then it's then deleted by Facebook who, who go off the world health organization guidelines. And then everyone says the world health organization yeah. is corrupt and it's Bill Gates and it's Fauci. Do you trust these guys? No, we don't trust them. So it's, it's, I think sometimes a lot of this stuff, you, you can feel it happening and, and you, you kind of know it's true. But I think if you know it's true, you don't need to really preach about it because it's, it's kind of quite obvious, isn't it? I think sometimes when you're forcing people to believe something, um, you know, it can be quite religion. But you've you got to admit, Deb, though, you know, as a final note, we are, it does feel like we are going into a bit Big Brother kind of Orwellian world. <laughs> 
Well, pro- probably in reality, it's always been a bit like that. Yeah. You know, now we're just, becoming more aware of it now, I think. I th- yeah, it's more in people's faces, the possibilities mm. and stuff. I think it's quite exciting. You know, I was actually quite bored in the world, you know, before <laughs> COVID started, if I'm really honest. You know, I, yeah. I always felt like I'd been kind of somewhere born at a time when I was going to have to really get my ass together and do something. And I was kind of like, well, when the fuck's it going to happen, you know? And and I'd actually already had, always had the idea 2020 in my brain for quite a long time, but not in this context about something else. And so then when it started, I thought, this is going to go on for a long time. You know, mm. this is not stop in one year or something. This is, this is a big thing that's happening. And it could go in all sorts of different ways. And I just want to be aware of it and to, 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 to work supportively to, to move it in a good way. Because there's always the possibility to move something in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's just exciting to be part of a time where you might have this revolt and this leadership of people saying like, you know, really challenging the government and, you know, people stepping into their own power and being leaders. Yeah. And even you, even your role, like even I was at one point thinking my role could be, you know, like in the Terminator, John Connor kind of, uh, you know, the leader of the human, you know, and you've got yeah. AI robots and stuff and it's like it's it's exciting you know rather than it was just the way our life was before and you know we just you know worked and, and retired and you know now it feels at least you've got this COVID you know like when your grandparents tell you about the war stories it sounds so much more interesting mm. um and at least we get to really experience something now and um but I think there's obviously there's the addiction, isn't there, to want to be in Netflix in your house, be comfortable, drink a lot, eat a lot. A lot of people are in these kind of, but then it could be to like, all right, okay, reflect on yourself. What am I actually going to do in the world? Which, which is exciting. At least you've got an active role. You know, you're not mm-hmm. playing a computer game anymore. You are actually mm-hmm. the computer game. You know, you are actually. Yeah, we're in it. We're in it. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what we want. We want that. And we'll never meet our needs from just watching TV and eating, drinking and, and just being, being sort of in a comfort zone. You know, as I sort of teach, you know, we have to stretch and grow. And mm. It can be an exciting, Dev. Anyway, you've, you've made me a bit excited. I, I like that last comment about it. You know, it's, it's you were bored before the lockdown and, and it's like become more exciting. It's, it's just the way you look at it, isn't it? And um, I, it's been a shock and it is very challenging. I think a lot of people have been going through a lot, but I think people are going through stuff for the right reason. Like mm. they have to face, you know, finally maybe they have to face their fears or they have to um, face the challenges, which for a lot of people is being on their own, you know, being mm. isolated in their house, you know, not being around people. Um, mm. but I think part of this is to be okay on your own. So it's, um, so yeah. 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 I agree. Cool. Dev. All right. I think, I think we'll leave it there. So I said to you a quick 10, 15 minute chat on the conspiracy theories and, you know, I think we've gone, we've gone longer than the interview we did. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I think people will find this interesting and, and even if they don't, sure, yeah, it gives you an idea of, um, hopefully you enjoyed it as well. Mm.